Come on, it's time for Wolverines Weekly. Conversations with WDC coaches and athletes. Let's hustle to it. Hello, happy Saturday. Welcome to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. I'm CJ Baumgartner. Well, it's JV week this week, and we're checking in with all those junior varsity coaches on how their season went. And we also have an interview with Activities Director Norm Gallant that's coming up next on Wolverines Weekly. Time out! Wolverines Weekly will be right back. Play ball! Booyah! We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Welcome back to Wolverines Weekly. I'm CJ Baumgartner. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek Activities Director Norm Gallant. And Norm, thanks so much for taking the time to come up in studio and talk with us here a little bit. Uh, how's it going? Great. It's a real busy time here at Wadena Deer Creek and I guess really throughout the state. And uh, lots and lots of events coming up and uh, lots of things wrapping up. A busy, busy time indeed. We'll touch a little bit more on that in a few minutes here. But first, uh, some highlights going on throughout the week at Wadena Deer Creek. And let's just start in girls basketball. Maddie Karsten getting her 1,000th point. How was that? Wow. I mean, what a what an accomplishment. And we talked uh, throughout the year about Maddie and just kind of what she's been through. Uh, obviously, two major knee operations. Uh, she's missed, she missed all but three games of her sophomore year then missed her entire junior year, and just the hard work that she's put in to get back to play at a high level. Um, you know, I'm old enough to remember when Rhonda Birch played here, and she put up, uh, I just looked at it, 2,500 and some odd points. Um, you know, obviously the best girls basketball player I've ever seen, and I, I think Madeline, or Madison could have been pretty close to that, and uh, that says a lot when you when you think back to how good Rhonda was. So uh, she's done a lot to get better. She's a great student, a uh, great athlete, and just going to do great things no matter what she, what she does. And I know she's making some decisions on college coming up here and uh, really wants to go play volleyball at the next level and certainly has a work ethic and the athletic ability to do so. And speaking of girls' sports and staying in that vein, the Pine Island Girls Wrestling Tournament happened over the weekend, last weekend, and you had the opportunity to go down there. Just talk about that experience and what it's been like. Yeah, so this was my second year going down there. Um, obviously, have a horse in a race with my daughter wrestling, and then, you know, being the former head wrestling coach and, and being around wrestling my whole life. And I'm really excited to see where this is headed. Um, so two years ago, or last year, I guess, they, they had about 98 girls. And this year at Pine Island, there were 262. Wow. Yeah, which is incredible. The growth is incredible. Uh, the, at the state level, we're at about 550 girls. So basically half of the girls in the state were down at Pine Island, and the wrestling was incredible. Uh, the competition's incredible. Um, it's uh, it's a really cool thing, and as a wrestling guy, I guess um, I'm excited to see the growth in the sport. Um, wrestling needed a shot in the arm, and I think adding girls wrestling was a huge step, and I think uh, the high school league finally uh, reducing weight classes starting next year down to 13 will be a big step, and uh, I, I'm just excited to see where it goes. Um, it was a dang long day and lots of great competition for our girls uh, but they all wrestled tough and um, Faith Koenig kind of led the way there with a sixth place finish um, Kaylee Andrus was two and two uh, Madeline Gallant was one and two uh, she went up a weight class to kind of see how that would be in case she wanted to do that for section and then uh, Katie Leesburg coming off some uh, issues uh, ended up uh, 
Owen too, but uh, you know it was great to see her back on the mat, coming back from some injuries and stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, this weekend we go down to Sartell. Uh, starts well Saturday morning, right at uh, eleven o'clock. So, um, you know what they're doing there is this year eight girls will advance to the state tournament, and they're running basically uh, two. Uh, sites, but four section tournaments with the top two coming from each each of those uh, four tournaments. So excited to see where our girls are at. Uh, we'll wrestle section seven, so kind of that northeast part of the state. Uh, it's all one class, so our girls will see girls from Mora, from uh, Forest Lake, uh, a lot big schools, small schools, doesn't matter. So it'll be fun to see where we sit. Get a chance to really see the best of the best in that one. And as well, Faith Koning, our Wolverine Player of the Week. We have an interview with her lined up later in the program as well. But Norm, a busy time for girls wrestling, busy time for girls basketball as well. But looking over in boys hockey, they're ramping up for the playoffs a little bit too. That just around the corner. Uh, what's been the latest on them and just uh, how have you kind of been checking in on their progress so far? Yeah, you know, we're down to just having one more home game on Valentine's Day uh, against Wilmer. So, yeah, they're really uh, kind of wrapping up the season. They'll head up to uh, Kitson, and I know Kitson has uh, the best goal scorer in the state, uh, leading in assists as well, or second in assists. Uh, we had an 8-8 eight to eight game, which that's a lot of points when you put up a touchdown and a two-point conversion in hockey that's a that's big time so um you know I know coach Woods is trying to figure out how to slow him down but you know I know uh, when we played them a week or so ago he was very excited about the way his team responded too um so a little bit uh they've struggled a little bit lately but I know that they've changed some things um had a real good game with uh, I believe Detroit Lakes is ranked 10th in the state had a great game with them the other day lost four to one but but played very well uh played sock rapids rice on uh, thursday night and tied four to four and um sound like gunner olson kind of stood on his head and played a great game um so uh you know i think i think things are looking good for them they'll probably be a maybe a three or four seed in the section and and hope to make some noise in the section gunner olson also getting a milestone too uh in his hockey career as well uh, how important is that yeah, which which milestone was that? I, I can't remember. I'm a, I'll I'll look it up here. Uh, well, for Well, Connor Davis or Connor Davis. Yeah, that was me. Connor. That was who, I got my Connors okay. mixed up yeah. here. Putting you on the spot. Yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> I knew. Uh, so Connor Davis got to his hundredth point in his career, which yeah, that's a that's a big big deal. And uh, he and Cole Woods both reached that milestone. Uh, speaks to their longevity and uh, just the way they play. And I was looking at some of the the stats and stuff in the state, and I saw Cole was in the. Uh, a state leaderboard for assists this year so yeah our, our hockey boys have been playing playing well throughout the season they've had a little bit of a, a tough tough goal lately but I'm sure they'll get the ship righted and uh, hope to make some noise in the playoffs. Now looking at boys basketball, a team that's been finding a little bit of a groove in the last few weeks here. Uh, now they had a loss on Tuesday night in Henning, but uh, one of their better games of the season uh, in a loss, only losing by six to a very tough team in Class A and uh, even had a lead in for part of the game as well. How do you think that group has been playing in the last few weeks? It's been fun to see them. Uh, you know, um, like you said, Henning's ranked fourth in Class A, and they're about, what, maybe four-time 
well, no, Mills, I guess, won the conference last year. But obviously, Coach uh, Misogadis over there, Randy does a great job and is one of the all-time great people that you'll run into around here. Um, so, I, yeah, I think uh, the improvement that our boys' basketball team has shown, uh, you know, throughout Coach Thunberg's tenure here, um, you know, is, is really, it's been fun to watch. And to go give Henning a, a great game like that, and we've had two great games with them this year at our place and then at their place. And, you know, I think the scores ended up being 10-7, and seven, but there's a lot of fouls that happened at the end of the game um, that kind of stretched it out. But, yeah, that that's good for everybody. It's good for Henning. It's good for us. And uh, it puts people in the stands. So it's exciting to watch them. They're a good team to watch. They do a lot of things right. And, uh, you know, I, hopefully uh, we can get a home game or two in the playoffs and, and go from there. And now a couple teams we haven't touched on yet, boys wrestling, getting ready for uh, their playoff run as well. And then uh, Nordic skiing, what do you have on those two programs? Yeah, so Nordic skiing just wrapped things up, uh, second season in competition. And I know Bjorn uh, Brunsberg did a real nice job at sections yesterday, among others, um, on Wednesday, I should say. Uh, I know Coach Olson was just uh, kind of giddy about the improvement that he's seen in that team over the year, and uh, they've uh, they had about twelve or thirteen kids out this year, which it's just it's such a cool program. A lot like cross country running, the kids treat each other very well. They work hard. It's it's just a fun atmosphere to be around. Um, as far as wrestling goes, we just kind of wrapped up the um, regular season here the other day, Tuesday night with. Uh, triangular with Fergus and Pelican and really competitive duels and our, our boys have gotten a lot better throughout the year and uh, you know we got some kids that got a good shot at making the state tournament I guess headlined by uh, Kobe Endress I think he's 35 and 2 right now uh, just fell out of the state rankings this week um, I think that uh, Grant Sealhammer has a good shot at 170 and uh, if uh, Mason Brock is is healthy he's got a, a shot at 126 so got some kids that definitely got a shot to make the uh the state tournament and then uh we'll see where we go as a team uh, just kind of working on keep getting better and uh see see where we get to but lots of kids out for wrestling now and that that's a great sign and we just wrapped up dance too that's one we don't want to forget about we just had the big section dance at wadena deer creek the first of many 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 playoffs that we'll be hosting uh we'll have section wrestling we'll have um We'll have uh, Section 5A, Boys and Girls Basketball. So lots of great things to come and watch in Wadena Deer Creek. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. And like you said, a lot of hosting. Uh, and as the activities director, how does that work for you? And how does the, a lot of busyness with trying to coordinate that and get all that set up? And what's your perspective on that? I think it's great for our community. And it's it's great for the schools around because uh, Wadena is very centrally located in, in a lot of these subsections. So... Uh, one game that comes to mind is uh, we hosted uh, Browerville and Nevis here four or five years ago for the section championship and 5A boys, and it was an incredible environment. We had lots and lots of people. Um, it's uh, for for us, um, you know, I, I think there's almost more gain 
for our community than for our school. Uh, we need to find workers and stuff, and they get paid a little bit from the section. Uh, the section gets the entire gate. Uh, we get $100 rental most nights. And then our concession people make money, which goes to our different organizations. But I think the community is really a winner when we have these big events. People come into town, and, and maybe they stop and have supper at one of our local restaurants, or, or they'll stop down at Weber's Hardware and, and pick up a ice fishing rod or something like that. So I think getting people into our community is a big deal. And, um, you know, I know especially these ones that we have on a Saturday, great for local businesses, I think, so... Yeah, it's been uh, a really fun getting to have it. I remember even when I was in high school, having that in Wadena was always really nice uh, for that, being in 5A. Uh, and, and looking at all that that stuff and the coordination that goes with it, uh, just uh, uh, how nice is it? To, you mentioned how nice it is to have, but uh, also just kind of that little feather in the cap, like we're able to do this and, and kind of show off the facility you have. Yeah, and I, I think that's part of it. We've we've got a great facility, um, especially our, our indoor things right now are, are great. And, um, you know, I think we've shown over the years that it's a great place and we can get get things together and and run a quality tournament. So, yeah, it is, it's a real nice feeling to know that you're trusted by Region 6A. To, and we have great people, and I can't say that enough about our, our tournament workers, our, our table workers, our bookkeepers, our our supervisors, our ticket takers. I mean, we have people that'll jump at the chance and they like like to watch a good basketball game or a wrestling meet or whatever it might be. And um, I think we've had section wrestling now for, I think during COVID we didn't have it, but probably eight or 10 years in a row. Same thing with section dance. Um, 5A we've had forever. We get a lot of volleyball here. Um, we get one act. Uh, we get a lot, a lot of things. So it's a lot of extra work on our part. Uh, but I, I think we do a good job, and it's it's fun. It's fun to see maybe some of the smaller schools come into our big venue, and small schools really bring it. It's fun to fun to have, uh, like a, we had a Pine River and Walker one year, and that was just a blast too. Um, it's fun to see the energy that those small schools bring at tournament time. And one last thing, speaking of hosting, you guys had the opportunity <sighs> – last week and we mentioned it the last time you were here kind of previewing it that matinee boys basketball game having the entire wdc student body present for that one had the opportunity to call it it was really a fun atmosphere it was a good game uh, what was your impression of it and how do you think it turned out it was absolutely amazing it was a great atmosphere uh, i know talking to coach Thunberg, he said his, his players were actually kind of nervous uh, just with so much energy and and so many people in the crowd and uh, you could see it a little bit to start the game, but our, our kids were amazing. They were engaged, um, talked to some kindergarten teachers, first grade teachers, and they just said, you know, some of the lessons that the kids learned were things that you just don't get to teach. Um, one, uh, I believe it was a second grader, first grader talked about uh, a kid got knocked down and a kid from the other team picked him up and talked about how that showed such great kindness. And then uh, my wife's kindergartners were talking about the score and how how many we were ahead by. Well, they're learning math and they're using math. And, and I was worried that it might get a little long for some of the littles, but they just were super engaged. And it was fun. Obviously, they're cheering for Wadena Deer Creek, but Bertha Hugh would make a basket, and the littles were excited as heck about that. So I think both teams got a great environment. Um, I couldn't have asked for it to go better. Our stands, the kids did a great job of cleaning up, and 
I think that was important too. The kids understood what it means to sit in the crowd and watch and cheer and be engaged and clean up. And I, I couldn't have asked for it to go better. Next year, our boys will go down to Bertha and return the favor. And then uh, we will host the Henning Girls on February 2nd for a great environment. And I know the kids really enjoyed it and our coaching staff really enjoyed it. And I, I haven't heard anything negative. So it was so it was fun. It was fun. Uh, as an AD, it's, it's fun just to walk around with a big smile on your face because that isn't always the case and it certainly was at that matinee game. I just I, I couldn't have been happier about the way it went. A fun environment, like you said, getting kids interested in a whole bunch of different things, including maybe getting to go to that one basketball game a year they might only get a chance to get to and getting introduced to sports and getting introduced to, to that environment, also having the other students be able to see their friends. And it's just a really fun environment. It was really fun to get to have that and look forward to doing that here, like you said, in some other sports in the coming years as well. Norm, I've had you for a few minutes here. So is there anything else uh, you want to talk about with uh, the AD and where things are at with WDC? Well, I guess I'd just like to, you know, thank our fans and our workers uh, just for a great year it really has been a lot of fun it started with the fall and uh, you know we had a very successful fall and it just really transitioned into a a really great winter our kids are doing a great job but that doesn't happen without uh, you know custodians without uh, all of the workers that I mentioned before and then uh, you know our fans and uh, I know that the kind of the focus on this one is our lower level coaches and I would just say I mean that's where it starts and to have great junior high people and great JV and C coaches well you know then that's why we're having success at the varsity level and and those people are doing a great job and they don't get a lot of their names aren't in the paper or anything else but I know as a as a former junior high coach and as a JV football coach when those kids are putting up big numbers on the varsity uh, you take a lot of pride in that and know that that you help build that so uh, we've got great people and we've had a lot of continuity over the years and um, I'm just really thankful for that and thankful for the people that we have and I'm looking forward to a great spring and I, I hope this uh, 40 degrees keeps happening and I hope all the snow's gone by March 13th and we can just go practice outside play all of our baseball and softball games not have to reschedule anything I hope it only rains on Wednesdays and Sundays and uh, away we go to quote <laughs> some people who used to work at this station I think you're just yelling bring it on mother nature I think bring it about. on mother nature that's right <laughs> Wadena Deer Creek Activities Director Norm Gallant joining us on Wolverines Weekly Norm thanks for coming in studio and giving us your time best of luck we look forward to talking with you hopefully when there's a little bit less snow on the ground you bet and thank you thanks for all the coverage uh, it's always fun to have you guys in the gym and uh, you know I I guess this will air on Saturday but thanks for coming in for the doubleheader on Friday we appreciate having the opportunity to go in and call those games too this is Wolverines Weekly on KWAD we have conversations with those junior varsity head coaches coming up when we return don't go anywhere Wolverines Weekly will be back in a moment we're back with more Wolverines Weekly on KWAD on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek assistant boys basketball coach Alex Brockbiler. And Alex, thanks so much for taking the time to join the show and just tell us a little bit about your JV team this year. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Um, it's been a fun year so far, fun group of kids, um, good, young, responsible men who uh, have made it a, a joy to be 
in mid-February here, kind of in the, the grind of the late part of the season here. Um, at the moment, we're sitting at 8 and 10, and we've kind of been hovering around that that 500 mark all year. Um, a game tomorrow against Pillager, and then I think we're getting down to the last few games here. I think we only have about, what is it, seven, six, seven left. So kind of where we're at right now. And what's the makeup of your JV team been this year? Has it been a lot of younger kids? Has it been some upperclassmen in the mix? What is that makeup like? A um, little bit of a mix, kind of, it, and it always is at the JV level, you know, and, you know, kind of the one of the interesting things about JV is that it always changes so much throughout the year. Although this year, it's more or less been the same group, uh, mostly sophomores and juniors that are, are seeing the majority of the playing time. And then there's some underclassmen that, depending on the game, will get in there every once in a while. But, yeah. And so with this team and kind of, like you said, been hovering around the 500 mark, what has been some things that you thought this JV team has done really well this year as they try and develop into varsity basketball players? Well, one thing that we kind of had a lot of conversations about at the very beginning of the year is how how you treat each other, team chemistry, kind of those those types of things when when things are going good and when things are going bad. You know, there I, I kind of talked to some. There were times last year when whether they were in C squad or some of the same guys that were in JV, how you know, just the the mental aspect of the game. I felt like we didn't always respond in the best way, especially when things weren't going our way. And this year, I think it's just been a huge improvement. You know, I mean, obviously throughout the course of the season, doesn't matter how good you are, things aren't always going to go your way. And I think the guys have really responded well to staying positive and I think that's a huge huge motivator for guys when I mean nobody nobody plays better when things are are going negative it just you got to find a way to kind of dig yourself out of those holes and I think the way they stay positive with each other and with me and I think that's just been huge and you talk about that the positivity trying to figure it out that mental toughness and that's huge because these kids are trying to become varsity basketball players how important is it to have that skill as you ascend into that level. Yeah, I mean, we, we talk about it with them, how, I mean, their their personal goals should be trying to get to that varsity level. They're not there yet. So, you know, obviously there's the, the working on the physical basketball fundamental parts, you know, the dribbling, shooting, defense, all that stuff. Those are almost kind of the obvious ones. But I think some of those things like, you know, how you're how you're treating each other, how you're, what are things like in the locker room? What are things like on the bench? You know, that are, are there guys that you can count on each other, um, do the right things, whether you're on the court or on the bench, on the bus rides. So I think just the more, I guess you could just say team chemistry, the more positive that is, it's, it's only going to help the team as a whole and the individual, I think. So who have been a few of the JV basketball players you have had this year who you've really seen take some strides? Maybe it's guys who have really taken their game up a level and like they're knocking on the door of varsity, or maybe it's a kid who is struggling who all of a sudden now has gotten kind of up to speed. Who have been some kids that really have stood out to you in their development this year? Yeah, some of the the five starters have for the most part been uh, DeAndre Hammond and uh, Simon Krekwell who they're kind of right on that fringe where they could be seeing some minutes at varsity. Um, some other starters would be Connor Dutke, Jackson Brown, <coughs> excuse me, 
Um, there's uh, Broden Vitito, uh, Devin Wiedrich, some guys off the bench would be like Amani Hammond, uh, Chetou or Devin or Dylan Worth. I'm sure I'm missing a few, but off the top of my head, those would be some of the main guys. And what's it like to be able to be in the spot for you as a coach to get to see these kids come up through the program and try and help them along the way? Oh, it's been fun every year. I mean, it's it's just a fun it's a fun atmosphere seeing these young guys, you know, try to work to get to that varsity level, try to work to get a win every night, working hard in practice. Um, I mean, it's just reasons you love coaching. So it's fun to get them. Or, sorry, it's fun to see them do that type of thing day in and day out, especially over the course of a long basketball season. But it's it's also just fun to get to know them personally. And, I mean, shoot, sometimes it's like I almost see these kids more than I see my own kids, you know. So it's having those fun, positive relationships just makes for a fun year. And for those who don't know you yourself, Coach, just tell a little bit about who you are, where you came from, and how long you've been with this Wadena Deer Creek Boys basketball program. Yeah, so I actually graduated just uh, just north of Wadena here from Sabika. Um, I currently live with my wife and my two kids, kind of between the Sabika, Bluegrass, Wadena area and that kind of little triangle. I've been coaching now for, I think this is my eighth year, I believe. Um, I've been at the JV level ever since I started here at Wadena, and yeah, loved it ever since. And with your role on this coaching staff, how has it evolved, and how do you think you've grown uh, in those eight years as well? Um, I mean, for first of all, there's still plenty of growth to <laughs> to, uh, to be had, but I think one thing that just us as a whole coaching staff is understanding how how important it is to not overlook some of the fundamental fundamentals and very basic things of basketball that, I mean, you might be teaching – I might be teaching with my kindergarten and first grade, and I mean throughout the long course of a season, you can't forget about some of those very basic things, just dribbling with your offhand or finishing with your offhand or defensive positioning. I mean, so I would say overall, just understanding how important some of the most basic fundamentals are and continuing to rep those along with some of the tougher things as well throughout the course of a season. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek assistant boys basketball coach Alex Brockfiler. Uh, coach, thanks so much for taking the time to join in the program and tell us a little bit about your JV team and wish you best of luck the rest of the season. Hey, thank you. We appreciate it. Well, that was your fill of JV boys basketball. Now let's go take a look at the JV girls basketball team. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek JV coach for the girls basketball team. It's Wendy Gravel. Wendy, thanks so much for taking the time to join us and talk a little bit about your JV team. So how's the season been going for them so far? The JV season has been going fantastic. We have a great group of girls that work together and work the ball around and just look for each other. We look for the open girl. They're very athletic. Uh, we've only lost four games, a couple of them being really, really close. Um, with my team, I do have to share a lot of the players with varsity. So, you know, some only have one half. And I think if we had two halves with those girls in there and, and then with the other girls, we would be probably undefeated at this point. And looking at this team, what is the makeup of it? Is there a lot of freshmen? Is there a little bit of upperclassmen that get thrown in there? What is the makeup of this year's JV squad? Um, we have a couple 10th graders, and then it's 8th and ninth graders. 
uh, majority of the team being ninth graders. Um, and they have played together for a lot of years, so they gel really well together. Uh, great passing, looking for the open girl. They just, um, great team, team effort with those girls. And you mentioned that team effort, and what's it like been like getting to coach these girls and getting to, to be with them all season long uh, and just uh, getting to be a part of that? These girls have a great attitude. They always come to practice happy, ready to work, uh, games. They're, you know, ready to get in there and work. They listen to what you say. They are always wanting to do better. If you correct them, they do it. Uh, they're just a nice group of girls to work with. And talk a little bit about kind of the balance with coaching some of these games. Obviously, you want your players to play to win, you coach to win, and you guys have won a lot on the JV level this year. But is there a balance at all with trying to win the game versus trying to develop in certain areas? And how do you balance that as a coach? You know, once you get to the JV level um, in varsity, you'd, you'd want to, it's more of a, a winning you want them to win and uh, get to that point, but then you also need them to maybe correct or learn or get better at certain aspects of their game. So you try to mix that in while still trying to win the games, you know, so if it's just little tweaks here and there. Um, otherwise, the girls, when they get to this point too, they want to win. And talk about the relationship you have with Coach Cressip and just kind of how does that work with coaching a JV team versus varsity? Obviously, you share girls a little bit uh, between each level, but is everything pretty much the same? Are you guys on the same step in terms of plays and defensive scheming and everything, or is, are things a little bit different? Uh, nope. The C team through varsity is all on the same uh, game, uh, what, what, are, what we're going to do for the game or what we're going to do for practice. Uh, we teach them all the same plays. We teach them all the same defense. Uh, it's nice because we're all three of us, Coach Anderson, Coach Cressup, and I, we're all on the same wavelength as far as uh, form shooting, defense, movement, all of that kind of stuff. So it's it's not where one girl is hearing one thing and then getting another uh, option from another coach. And so it's really nice that we all are on the same wavelength. We all teach the same way. And... Uh, really work well together. And with this JV team, who are a few girls who have really kind of taken some strides throughout the course of the year? Maybe somebody who's been lighting it up on the court or just even somebody who at the beginning of the year to now has just really, really developed with this time. That's that's the funny question. There's actually quite a few girls that have just really um, stepped their game up and improved. Um, one of our Shooters that has improved a ton is Leah Osberg. She is uh, on fire with the three-point shot right now, and it's evident, and she's been canning them. I don't know the last how many games she's had three or four a game, and that is fantastic to see. Uh, Jada and Ashley and Kennedy, they have stepped up their game as being more aggressive, getting to the hoop. Ashley Pavick does a great job of just leading the team and getting people where they need to go, and she is a take charge kind of girl, which I really like to see um, from her. Uh, in the post area, Lily Parker has just turned up her game. She's one that is 120% at all times. Um, sometimes you got to kind of train her to just come back to 100% because it's almost too much. But And that's kind of what she's learning, and she's getting better at it. And, but she is always a go-getter. And then the rest of the girls... Also, while they may not have made as big a strides, they're still improving and their game is getting much better.
And how does that feel for you as a coach to be able to get to see these girls make the improvements and get better and see them get more confident in their abilities as the season goes on? It's a great feeling as a coach. You know, it makes you feel like, okay, they are trusting the process. They are trusting what we say. They are listening and um, they're wanting to get better. And it's it's a good feeling to, and they are smiling while doing it. And again, it comes back to, I think just having a great team dynamic, because if you have great teammates, that only makes you look better, makes you get open for the shot or someone get you to the, the ball for the shot. So like I said, the the team, uh, the teamness that we have is the best. And for you as a coach as well, how fun is it to get to be in a position where you're helping grow the future of WDC girls basketball and kind of getting these girls ready to, to go on and play at the varsity level? Um, It's, it's very enjoyable. I've been, you know, I stepped in as a volunteer, I think when my oldest daughter was maybe a second grader, back when Keith Ferris was the coach, knowing I wanted to get the the whole basketball team going better program so that as my daughters, i got four daughters as they grow through the program, you know, that it's going. And we've got some great elementary coaches that are helping. But for me, myself, over the years, seeing people improve and get up to the varsity level it's uh rewarding and um these girls like i said have been fantastic over all the years we're talking with wadena deer creek girls jv basketball coach wendy gravel coach thanks so much for taking the time to join us and talk with us about your jv squad and best of luck the rest of the season thanks we have more wolverines weekly on head including interviews with the jv wrestling coach and as well with head hockey coach Scott Woods giving the update on his junior varsity team and also our Wolverine Player of the Week, Faith Koning, coming up as well for the girls' wrestling team. That's all coming up on Wolverines Weekly. We'll be right back with more insight from players and coaches after the break. Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Your home for Wadena Deer Creek Athletics is KWAD. Here's more Wolverines Weekly. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with a head boys hockey coach, Scott Woods. And, Coach, we're going to take a step back and talk a little bit about the JV this week and uh, how's the season been going for them so far and just what has been this uh, JV season for WDC boys hockey? Well, there's a few things with it. You know, number one, it's always nice to have back. You know, there, there's so many benefits to JV. You get players ice time they might not get otherwise. You know, you get some kids that wouldn't get to play at all. It's tough for them to come to practice every day and grind through that. You get a lot of players that just need the experience, whether it's the young players or, you know, an older player that maybe has just got players in front of them, you know, and they get more quality minutes. They get out there a lot. In fact, this year, maybe a little too much. We're real short on the bench, but but they get those opportunities they wouldn't have otherwise. You know, we've had kids ask about coming out for hockey, and, you know, that's always one of their, their questions. Do you have JV? You know, and, and a lot of times they're like, hey, I just I want ice time. I want to go out and have some fun and play. And so you get some kids that are just out there to have a good time, and then you get some kids that are trying to develop and, and move up to the next level and play more varsity. So, um, you know, it's a stretch with our numbers. We've, we've had a difficult time this year. We can't field it every game. Uh, but when we have, it's, it's been a nice experience. And you mentioned that, the ability to let these kids develop and get to be on the ice because the whole point of playing sports is to get to play them. And how important has that been for some of those younger skaters and some of these younger hockey players, and how have you seen them develop as the year has gone on? Well, I think you know a big piece of it is 
is some of those guys, again, now if we're talking about the guys that were kind of on the cusp and, and, and or maybe even played some varsity right away, just how many minutes, I think that's been huge for them. They just they get out there, and it's the time. And I even a lot of times will have players that, that don't need to necessarily be out there. We need them for the numbers, but I also tell them, you know, if, if it only helps your game. You know, we have, we've had a lot of guys over the years that would beg us, can I play? You can play four periods in a night total. So we'd have a lot of guys that would say, can I go play a period? We've had a few seniors ask this year with our good senior group. And, <laughs> excuse me, I, I just think it it goes a long way towards that development. You know, we've, we've got two goalies. You, you can't get both goalies in a varsity game most of the time. So Lance Kaufman has logged a lot of the minutes there, and I think he's just improved so much from the beginning of the year to now where he's getting some chances to play a little bit of varsity as well. Um, you know, some of the guys that play a regular shift now in varsity – uh, Peyton Mattoon, Cooper Ness, Carson Davis, those are guys that it's helped them so much because I'll tell them, even like a Jagger Pettit, who's a junior and has played for us last year already on varsity, have just said this is an opportunity to go out now and score, be more of a dominant player out there. You know, instead of trying to fill a role and, and you know, for example, maybe, maybe you're a third liner trying not to get scored on in the varsity game, that's your A number one goal, go out and be a leader here, try and score on the power play and you know, so so that part's been nice. It's it's uh, gives those guys that opportunity to be in a different role they'd be in otherwise. Much like when kids talk about leaving high school early in hockey, unfortunately, sometimes kids want to go and play like junior hockey early in their senior year, and we try and talk kids out of that just for the simple fact that you know you're going to be one of our best players. You're going to go to another level, and you may not play on the power play, the penalty kill. You know, you may not log some of those important minutes. So I think I think it's it's useful in a lot of ways. Now, what's your role now as head coach during these JV games, and how much of them are you watching, and what is the role for some of these players and what you're looking for? Are you looking for them to develop in certain areas or try and win, or is it kind of dependent on who's on the ice? Well, a little of both. I think, you know, as far as the coaching role, wait to... I've just always been a believer, you know, even when I coached in Alexandria with a bigger school, you know, sometimes we'd have two separate ice times for JV varsity I just think you have to be really involved. So regardless of where I've been, you know, and we have a great coaching staff and, you know, Robbie Grendel and, and Paul Hagen and Jason Murray do a lot of the work when it comes to that stuff. Those guys, you know, deserve a lot of credit. And, um, you know, the way we work is we just do it all together. I mean, quite honestly, you know, Robbie and Paul are probably on the bench the most, um, but, but as practice is all together, we'll come over to the bench. We talk between periods and we just feel like, the four of us need to work together all the time. So that, that's as far as the coaching piece, you know, and I think as far as the playing piece, it's, um, you know, I, I think the role more than anything is just to develop, develop skills, you know, and, and sometimes when we're really short on the bench and you're trying to catch your breath, you know, it, it's time management, you know, you got to get a couple icings and get a whistle. Um, you just kind of learn some things you got to do to get through a game and, and, you know, that happens, you know, you get where your bench is pretty short and you've got to find ways to do that. So JV really depends on kind of what you have. Sometimes you have almost too many guys, um, you know, and then it's just getting a ice time. In this case, we have barely enough to hang on. You know, we've had to cancel some games. Um, that That's always the trick is, is the numbers game and making sure you have enough to make sure it's still a good experience. And it, it's borderline because we're right on the edge, but it, I, I think it's still worked out well to get them ice time. 
And how fun is it as a coach to get to see some of these younger kids? Because in varsity, obviously the point is to win, and they'll develop as the season goes on. But for the most part, players are kind of where they're going to be. There. Uh, but when you're talking about the the younger kids and that big leap from feeling comfortable and, and getting ready to, to play to varsity, how fun is it to watch these JV kids play and grow throughout their hockey careers? Well, I think it's great. I just I think it's a nice stepping stone, you know, like, We've always, as coaches, we want to see our, our youth teams playing the best teams they can. We'd love to see them play in, you know, faster A teams that are going to challenge them. You're not always winning, but it challenges them to get ready because even to go from that step to even JV sometimes is difficult. Then you go from JV to varsity. So, you know, when a player comes up, if you know, if, if they've not played a lot of fast competition and you jump right to varsity, it's a really tough transition, even for some of the best players. It just takes some time. So the more you have those stepping stones in place, I think it goes a long ways. You know, this group of varsity kids we have now, when they were younger, we played a lot of good teams, and they kind of took a beating. And they've just, they've improved. They've gone through the steps each year, um, and it's just gotten better for them all along. So I think having those pieces of the puzzle in place just makes your overall team more successful. And, and, uh, and again, it just makes it more fun. You know, you come to practice every day, and you, you go sit on the bench. And, you know, a lot of these guys that are playing JV are getting to sit on the bench too. But if we don't get a big lead, um, a lot of times they're not getting in the game at all. They're just there to kind of watch and support and, and be there in case somebody gets injured. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys hockey coach Scott Woods, giving us a little bit of insight on his junior varsity team this year. Coach, best of luck, and we look forward to talking with you again next week. Sounds good. Thank you. Coach Woods there sharing about his JV squad. Now we're going to turn things over from the rink. Let's go over to the mat and check in on the JV wrestling team for the Wolverines. Next on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with an assistant coach on the wrestling team. It is Ben Henley. And, Coach, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. You've had a lot of work with the JV team this year and your JV wrestlers. How has that experience been for you this year? It's uh, It's been great. Uh, I love working with uh, all age levels, and um, especially these 7th through 9th. There's, there's a ton of energy. Um, some of the wrestlers are very green, so... Um, their goals may be, may be different than someone that has been wrestling for a little while. Um, but it's, it's very fulfilling to wrestle, or to wrestle and coach with these, uh, these young kids. And for those who don't know, just talk a little bit about yourself. How long have you been involved in WDC wrestling? Where have you come from and what's gotten you here? Absolutely. I, um, I originally grew up in New Orleans Spicer. Uh, I wrestled in high school there. Uh, and then went to St. John's University in Collegeville. Uh, and I also wrestled there for all four years. Um, and then I've been the coach here at Wadena for the past two years. Um, my wife and I relocated to Wadena um, two years ago as well. And what's it been like being involved now for a couple of years, getting that experience and kind of getting to know a little bit of the WDC wrestling community? Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been great. Um, I mean, Wadena is a great community, great town, uh, and just being involved uh, in this sport specifically, um, you know, it just brings out a lot of a lot of great people. And um, being kind of a transplant, transplant or new to the area, uh, it's been very beneficial to to be a part of this. Um, also, Coach Wollum and I uh, last year, <clears throat> technically last year was his second year, but our first year together, uh, along with Coach Brock. Um, but we kind of told ourselves going into this year, you know, we don't want to have another first season. And I think uh, it really shows this year that 
we definitely know what we're doing uh, relative to last year and, and have a, a pretty good game plan set. And how does that kind of translate with those junior varsity wrestlers and some of those kids now having a year of experience, kind of knowing the kids a little bit more, knowing the level and, and just uh, in that aspect, how do you think that's helped you and how do you think the kids have responded to that? I think, uh, I think just being a familiar face in the room for these kids. Uh, I mean, some of these seventh graders, it's the first time in the room. We also have a handful of other first year wrestlers, but um, those eighth graders and ninth graders that were in the room last year, just having that familiarity with, with me and the other coaches, I think is really comfort, comforting and, you know, easier to get the most out of them, um, having them obtain their goals and just being the best wrestlers that they can be. And with the wrestling team this year and your JV wrestlers, just talk a little bit about where you guys have gone. I know there's been some JV tournaments throughout the year. What have been some of those? And has there been any kind of highlights that have stuck out to you there? Yeah, um, so it's pretty exciting this year uh, on varsity too, but specifically JV. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we competed at a, uh, it's referred to as a ninth grade state, meaning seventh through ninth graders uh, team tournament. Uh, and that was our first year competing that um, of, of for sure recent history. And um, it's really cool to, to A, not only have the numbers to compete in that, but to have the numbers to fill all the lineups um, at different weight classes. Uh, we were able to do that and went one and two with a very young young squad. So, again, the fact that we have those numbers um, at all those away classes uh, is, it means that the future is bright for uh, the varsity team and that this will be you know the future core group of, of Wadena Wrestling. And you mentioned there's a lot of evergreen with some of these wrestlers, and Coach Woolham has said that too. There's a lot of kids who this is their first experience with wrestling, maybe a little bit behind the eight ball in terms of that experience, not getting the elementary uh, experience, but how important is it to get those kids and get them in the room wrestling and, and work with them as you try and build their skills? Yeah, I would. I guess first off, I would say for, for any parent or kid out there that, that you know, have not wrestled in the past or maybe, you know, um, took a couple of years off to play another sport or, or, or I guess not participate in a sport. Um, wrestling is a sport where you can really come in and, and be green. It's, it's tough. Um, you know, with how intimate of a sport it is, you go out there, it's just you on the mat. Um, you might not see a lot of success or, or necessarily wins on that first year, two years, three years, but, um, there's a lot of, a lot of, um, successes within um, the individual matches, um, how you perform against similar opponents, uh, and specifically wrestling to, to other sports, it's very hard work. So the more you put in, the more you get out. I know it's a cliche, but um, any first-year wrestlers of that 7th through ninth grade age level um, shouldn't be discouraged to come out. Um, we have a really good culture in the room, uh, and it's only going to get better. Now, working with some of those JV wrestlers, how does that translate compared to maybe working with a varsity wrestler? Is there anything different that you're trying to talk with them? Is it maybe more focused on fundamentals and building up from there? Or is it kind of the same with how a JV wrestler and a varsity wrestler go about their business? What would you say to that? Uh, wrestling is unique in a lot of ways and, and also in this way, too, in the, in the fact that uh, when we have practice, um, for for majority of the time, we're doing the practice plan uh, with with all seventh through twelfth, regardless of of uh, <clears throat> experience level. So these JV wrestlers are in the room with the 
the upperclassmen, the juniors, the seniors, um, you know, the wrestling, not necessarily with them, but in the same room doing the same moves, um, conditioning, uh, technique, all that jazz. Um, so it's, it's really neat for them to, again, be right next to those upperclassmen and kind of absorb their knowledge and work ethic. And who have been a few of those JV wrestlers that you've looked at and you said, you know what, this kid's really had a, a great year, or maybe somebody who, like you said, they're not getting the wins, but somebody who you've seen really take a bunch of big strides throughout the year. Are there any players that come to mind? Yeah. Uh, Logan Sealhammer, he's a 90, low middle 90 weight class for us, which is a little small for varsity yet, but we competed in a um, individual uh, ninth grade team or ninth grade state that I alluded to previously. Uh, and he was about 20 seconds away, really close match in the semis and ended up taking third. So top two qualified to state. He placed third and um, was, was very close of, of qualifying to the state tournament. Uh, also, uh, just a couple to my mind. I don't necessarily like to single out kids, but because um, I think most are deserving. Um, but Gideon Pinella, he's a seventh grader. For us, he's he's shown a lot of uh, a lot of promise. Hudson uh, Schultz, um, Gage Malik, both of them have been uh, kind of put in some tough situations and are filling spots for us in varsity. You know, as second year eighth graders, so um, those guys go out there wrestling some some more experienced, older kids on varsity, but also mixing in with some good caliber JV matches. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek assistant wrestling coach Ben Henley. Coach, thanks so much for taking the time to come on and talk a little bit about the JV squad, some of those young kids, and the and the future of WDC wrestling. It was great to talk with you. Yes, you as well, CJ. Wolverines Weekly, the only place to hear right from the Wadena Deer Creek coaches and athletes. You're listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Time now for another Wolverine Player of the Week, and we're joined by a junior on the girls' wrestling team. It's Faith Koning. Faith, how's your season been going so far? It's been going really good. I had a three-week setback. I got injured, but back at it, back on the mat, and ready for some girls' sections this Saturday. What's your experience been with girls' wrestling? How long have you been in it, and just uh, uh, what's it been like? This is actually my first year on the wrestling team. It's been um, definitely a different um, kind of experience. I really like it as far as how much girls wrestling is expanding. I've been able to wrestle some girls as well as some guys. It's been really fun. And what made you want to start wrestling? Was it seeing that girls wrestling became a thing? Have you Did you get to wrestle in elementary at all? Or was this pretty much uh, you're just picking up fresh in high school? Nope, I didn't get to wrestle at all in elementary. I've always kind of wanted to wrestle. My uncle wrestled. Just kind of made me want to try it and Thing as girls wrestling did start really expanding, just figured I'd try it out, try something new. And what's been your experience uh, this year getting to be in that, and just uh, how do you feel like you've gotten better over the year? Definitely lots of practice, lots of working hard in practice. Um, just keeping at it makes you a better wrestler. And what are your goals for the rest of this season? Um, I would definitely like to make top five at girls' sections this weekend, possibly advance to the state tournament. What's it been like being on this wrestling team and having a few other girls with you? What's it been like uh, being uh, having teammates like them? It, we get along really well. Um, it's just really nice having other girls on the team to wrestle in practice. 
all the guys are really supportive as well. So that's been nice. Now you had the Pine Island meet last weekend. Talk about how you did there and how fun was it to go to a big environment like that? It was definitely a really big tournament, um, around 59 teams. That was actually my first tournament back from my injury and went out there and won my first match, had a little trouble with a girl from Shoxby and came back and won another match and ended up sixth out of a 15-man bracket. So I was pretty happy. And just overall, how fun has girls wrestling been and just kind of where do you hope that things go from here in terms of the sport? I I love wrestling. It's um, obviously a lot of hard work. I just really hope the sport keeps growing and girls keep coming in and really growing it for girls wrestling. Best of luck the rest of the season, Faith. Thank you. There's the final buzzer. Thanks for listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Tune in next Saturday morning for more from the coaches and players. If you missed any of the show or want to listen at a later time, go to wadinaradio.com.